I have no idea how the Charlotte Hornets are 4-4 right now. That is one of the worst teams I've seen all year. Maybe the worst team I've seen all year, and I saw the Knicks play twice already. Wire-to-wire victory for the Celtics, 108-87 over the hapless Hornets, who they just, they are not a good team, but we'll get to that. Going into the game, I guess I was most interested to see how Jalen Brown was going to um, blend in with Hayward and Tatum and Kemba, who obviously have had it rolling, you know, 5-1 and one coming into this game. Now the Celtics are 6-1. And, um, and Jalen Brain, Brain, Brown was great in those first um, three games, particularly the second and third game. So... I was looking forward. I was excited. And um, he fit right in. He was a plus 13. He shot it well. He played, played the most minutes out of everybody with 32 minutes for the Celtics. He looked fine. He had a steal early on. He's, you know, he got a shot blocked going to the rim early. And it looked like maybe he was a little fatigued. But that was really the only blemish on an otherwise really good Jalen Brown night. And... They did come out of the gate a little slow. They were, I believe they were down 7-2. to two, And it did look like they were feeling each other out. Tatum, Brown, and Hayward, and Kemba. Which made me have a little bit of reservation. How are these four going to play together? I like how Brad staggers them out. They all kind of get their moments to um, handle the ball and be the focal point. So when the Celtics took a... 52-43 lead into halftime. That's what I wanted to see in that second half, in that third quarter, how those guys would play together. And they looked awesome. And I understand the product that they were going up against is really weak in the Hornets. But I thought those four, entice. I thought that starting lineup played really well together. Keyed by Hayward. We'll get to that. But... This Charlotte Hornets team is is god-awful. The fact I... When I looked at the box score after the game and I saw that their record was 4, I thought for sure they were like a 1-8, 1-7 team. They are... Uh, they're so bad. And I'm looking at their box score. I'm, I'm trying to think of who their best player is. You know, Marvin Williams has been good for them over the years and he can't even crack the starting lineup. Michael Kidd, Grit, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, who was a lottery pick like three or four years ago, they played 11 guys, and they played 12 guys, and he, he was a DNP coach's decision. I don't know. This team, I mean, I can only judge on what I saw. It was only one game, and they are 500, so maybe their coach knows what he's doing. Maybe these guys usually play better. I know P.J. Washington has been pretty good all year, but he stunk four points. Um, Bridges was good. Br- Miles Bridges had a good game. I guess he's your best player, if I'm just basing it on tonight. 18 points, 10 rebounds. Um, very physical guy. Got into it with Marcus Smart towards the end. Shot over 50%. I mean, he was the lone bright spot, I guess, looking at this team. Terry Rogier, who I thought when he got traded to Charlotte, or he was going to sign there anyway, it was a sign-and-trade with him and Kemba just to make the contracts work, but... When Charlotte acquired him, I was like, that's a good spot for Terry. He's going to tear it up. And I saw coming into the game, he's averaging 17 points. But it seems like every time I'm looking at that box score, he's way underachieving. 
He was a great rebounding guard for the Celtics. He had three rebounds tonight in 26 minutes. Shot one for 11 for three points for a minus 14. Awful night for Terry Rozier. And they're just a they just have a lot of guys you've heard of you've heard of, and they just all are not good. And Batum is probably their I guess their most talented player in street clothes. I don't know. They're four and four. I would have to look at their schedule to see who the hell they've played. Um, they are not good. Great Celtics defense all year. This roster and the way they play has to be a Brad Stevens, Danny Ainge wet dream. They are all versatile players, especially with having Jalen Brown back. Now, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and Gordon Hayward and Daniel Tice, well, maybe not so much Daniel Tice, but the three previous guys I mentioned can guard big guys, can guard small guys, so they're all switchable. They switch on handoffs, exchanges, screens. I know I've talked about this before, but every time I watch it, it's just, it's awesome. That's how, you know, we play at Seekonk, obviously not at this level. You just like to have all these switchable, long, athletic guys, and that is what the Celtics have. And anytime there's a mismatch with Kemba, they do such a great job of, you know, switching out. Charlotte was held to 24 points or less in every quarter. So in the NBA, you don't really see that that much, so... I don't know, this is just a fun Celtics team to watch defensively, how they get after it. Um, they just It seemed like they had it on cruise control tonight. It wasn't exactly an exciting game. It, they extended the lead in each quarter up until the fourth, even in the fourth. They extended the lead in every quarter. They looks like a... No, sorry. They lost the second quarter by a point. But most quarters, they extended the lead just methodically. And uh, I don't know. It got me thinking, is this team, is this roster better than last year's roster? Okay, let's bear with me. Humor me with this one. So you add Kemba versus Kyrie. Kemba's better right now for this team. Kemba is selfless. He's a better defender. He shoots more efficiently. He's okay with a role. He's a good teammate. Did you see how he was received in Charlotte? Charlotte, and I've never seen this before. You, the Celtics have had a lot of guys come back, and they give the tribute video during the first time out, and they get a good ovation, and then it's kind of over and done with. Charlotte, as soon as he walked in, every, he's hugging everyone in the building. When they announce a starting lineup... They put the tribute video in the starting lineup, and they the PA announcer gives like two minutes to let the fans give him his due. And granted, you know Kemba is the all-time Charlotte leading scorer. You know, eight played there eight years, three All Stars, couple All NBAs. I get it, but I just kind of thought that was unprecedented. Um, it just shows you how much people love Kemba Walker. And he was everything in that community. I don't even know if when Paul Pierce came back to Boston, he got an ovation and a treatment like that. So anyways, so humor me again. I, I just went on a little digression there. But is this year's team better than last year's team? Is Kemba a healthy Gordon Hayward, an improved Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Daniel Tice better than Kyrie? Um, one year off injury, Gordon Hayward. 
Marcus Morris, Marcus Smart, and Horford. Because that was kind of their starting lineup last year, right? With this year's team, you get Marcus Smart off the bench. So you basically have six starters. You have a better Tatum and a better Brown. And these guys like each other and they play better defense. I don't know. We, we miss Horford. There's no doubt about it. But what I'm seeing from Daniel Tice, he's a shot. You know, the biggest thing was going to be this year, how are the Celtics going to defend the rim? And Daniel Tice has been great. And Tatum, Brown, Smart, they all just, they're so versatile. And Robert Williams comes in and blocks shots. So they do have the rim races. I, I am interested to see how Ennis Cantor is going to fit in. Um, but I don't know. I'm starting to think. I know it's early. It's 6-1. and one. The Celtics schedule is what it was. They lost to Philadelphia. They beat the Bucks. Those have really been their two. Well, they beat the Raptors. So, I mean, they're 2-1 against really good competition. Um, time will tell. But this team is certainly more likable. And I think they're comparable, if not better, to last year's team. And I think it's because of Kemba and Hayward specifically, but a smarter, more efficient Tatum, a stronger, more mature Brown, and Daniel Tice accepting his role as being a shot eraser, someone who can switch defensively and just hit open shots. I like this team this year a little more than last year. Check that. A lot more than last year. Likeability. But I also think they're better. Um, All right. So the box score. A lot of guys got into this game. Javante Green, 13 minutes, 12 points. He got in there late in the third quarter um, before semi. I think Brad likes this guy. He's super athletic. Hopefully he can defend like semi can, so maybe he takes all those minutes. The Celtics have a thing where they get these guys with the last name Green that can just fly. Javante Green had a sick dunk in the fourth quarter right on someone on Charlotte's face. Um, You know, they've had Gerald Green, dunk contest winner. Jeff Green, who can dunk on your face. Orion Green, not so much of a dunker. Kind of a creep. If you don't Google Orion Green, he's not up to good stuff lately. And now, you know, Javante Green, who is just an absolute freak athletically. Um, I like to see him play... I know he played only really because Smart got into foul trouble and it was more garbage time. But I do like giving him a chance over Semi in a game like this to uh, get some confidence going and really see what you have with him. Marcus Smart off the bench. He came in, immediately knocked down a three, which is good and bad. Because the next possession down, he took another three, missed it, proceeded to mix, miss his next two threes. Not a great Marcus Smart game. He was a plus 10, five assists. You know, he played tough, but he had five five fouls. Um, Probably unnecessarily mix it up with Miles Bridges in the second half. But whatever, he's he's our guy. Carson Edwards, gutting there in the end of the first quarter. I like him coming in the game before Brad Wanamaker, even though he did not have a good game tonight. Statistically, he was 0 for 3 from the field. But he did have three boards. Um, I do like him being that fourth or fifth guard over Wanamaker. Which brings us to Wanamaker. 16 minutes. Actually a decent 
stat line tonight. But again, all garbage time. He didn't get in the game until three minutes left in the third quarter. But played 16 minutes because, you know, the score was what it was. He had nine points, three assists, a couple steals. Um, you know why I don't like Brad Wanamaker? Just because there's so many guys out there I think we could have in that spot that would be more productive. I would rather have, um, first of all, Shane Larkin. Could bring him back. I think I'd like him. I'd rather have Jeremy Lin, who's tearing it up in China. I don't know. Would you kick the tires on, like, Carmelo Anthony? All right, I'm reaching a little bit. But I just kind of think Brad Watermaker's taking up a spot. And another guy who's just taking up a spot is uh, Vinny Poirier. Wow, he looked like uh, he looked awful tonight. Six minutes again. I know it's garbage time, so especially a guy that big who's been sitting down, asked to play some minutes at the end, might look like a giant stiff, and it's exactly what he was. Three rebounds. He was a zero, plus and minus. I mean, the three, he was over three, and they were all point-blank layups. He was, he was tough. I mean, when Ennis comes back, I, I, if we have an option to send him to Maine and never have him come back up, that would uh, be my vote after tonight. Robert Williams, 13 minutes. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, kind of a Robert Williams night. He gets around 15 minutes a game. Yeah, he didn't block any shots tonight, but he makes a difference defensively. Five rebounds in 13 minutes was uh, two for two from the field. Uh, yeah, he was, he was okay. I mean, he's he's dumb. He had a really dumb turnover at the end, I believe, of the first quarter, the second quarter. Just not a smart player yet. He's only uh, in his second year. But, you know, 10 to 15 minutes of action for him, activity, you're happy with him. Semi Ojolet, he has really dipped down the depth chart, and I'm good with that. I'm actually happy. Four minutes of just zeros across the board until it's a plus minus. He was a minus three. He did nothing. He was just existing. Grant Williams, 15 minutes, and uh, Scal loves him. And I know Scal takes a lot of uh, heat as a color commentator, probably just because of the reputation of just being a giant dork. And he is, and he's goofy, and he's not great to listen to. But if you can get past the fact that he's a giant red-headed dork who has a bad voice, he does have some substance to what he says. And when he describes what Grant Williams does offensively with the dribble handoffs and the way he screens and rescreens and makes defensive shifts... Um, he's a really good player. He's kind of a coach's dream, and his stat line, not great. 0 for 2 from the field, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, but in 15 minutes was a plus 13. So just by him being on the court, he maybe not always, he maybe didn't have, he had 3 assists. That's a lot. But he probably had a few other plays that had a pass that led to the pass, some hockey assists and some screens that set up assists. Um, he's a really good asset to have on the floor, and I, you know, 15 to 20 minutes is good for G. Willie. The starters, they all played around 29 to 30 minutes. Jalen Brown, who we already talked about, 12 points in his return, five rebounds, plus 13. Really good Jalen Brown, efficient night in a blowout. Kemba Walker, now you can understand if you watched how emotional he was during that um, pregame 
video that they played for him. Obviously, he meant a lot to the franchise of Charlotte Hornets. Um, he stunk in the first half. I don't even... He was 0 for 5. He finished the game 4 for 12 with 14 points. He obviously stepped it up in the fourth quarter, which he always does. So 14 points, 6 assists. It was a blowout. So we're going to give him a pass on a mediocre performance due to the circumstances because everyone else picked him up. Now, Gordon Hayward, 29 minutes, 9 for 16 from the field. 10 rebounds, 6 assists, plus 20. If this guy is not the Eastern Conference Player of the Week, there's something wrong. He looks phenomenal. He is our most important and efficient player. So we talked, not we, but the media and all the talking heads and all the, the green teamers raved about Horford, about how he did all the little things. And this is Gordon Hayward. He does all the little things, but he also does the big things. And he's efficient, and he scores a lot, and he plays great defense. I mean, if he he's like Al Horford's role on steroids this year. And if he can do this all year, I mean, sky's the limit for this team. Tatum, another great game for Tatum. Smart, patient, under control, efficient. He's still... A little too whiny. I've said that in the past. He does have some Tim Duncan in him where, you know, the refs aren't going to like him if every time he goes to the basket and it doesn't go his way, he puts his hands up or claps in their face. He finally got a tech tonight for it. But um, you can't really argue with his production. He was 8 for 17 from the field, 7 boards, an assist, a couple steals, 23 points. He Another great night. He's shooting as, as good as he has ever shot. He's letting the game come to him. He didn't really, he didn't force much tonight, if anything at all. Really happy with the way he's played over the last five games since his pig game one. Daniel Tice, um, I was beating the drum for him in the preseason, and after the first couple games where it was hot and cold, he's been great. Two blocks, five points, seven boards. He doesn't really try to do too much, although he was two for eight from the field, but. In my mind, some of those misses came early in that first quarter where the other four kind of all-star caliber players were just playing hot potato with the ball, and Tice was kind of put in situations where he had to shoot, and he just had to shoot, so he did. But Tice has been great. I love the center-by-committee around the four potential all-stars, and Tice has been leading that charge. Grant Williams has been good. And Robert Williams has been good, the time lord. We'll see how Ennis fits in because they have it rolling now and they'll be rolling into San Antonio to play the Spurs, who have been very good this year. They're coming off a win tonight over OKC, 121-112. As I click on their box score to see that the Spurs are 5-3 and three on the year. So it'll be a battle. I'm looking forward to it, but hey. Celtics improved to 6-1 and one on Kemba Day. Kemba over Kyrie always.